0: Hello, basketball fans, and welcome to another edition of the Hoop Jack Podcast series. You know us, you love us. You haven't been tired of us yet. It's Chris and Jake. Um, it's finally Friday. Can you believe it? This, this week, week has
1: it's flown for me. My, really? Every yeah, everything for me at work is like popping off right now. We're like this is our peak season, getting into the holiday stuff. It this is just when everything goes crazy.
0: Really, it feels slow on my end. It just feels really yeah. slow. I think it's just teaching and with everything going on. But well <laughs> on a side on a side note I have actually thought about um just the whole teaching thing is just I don't know how it can be this stressful in October.
1: Yeah, you just started, man.
0: It's just October and it's like oh my goodness. The stress is unreal, but you know, holidays are coming. This weekend's going to be, you know, after this weekend, I think it'll kind of mellow because you know all the kids are going to be trick or treating this weekend. And
1: Monday they're going to come in with bags of candy on a sugar high.
0: Mm-hmm. And fun with that. Dentists are going to have a field day with cavities. Mm-hmm. But s- scooting right along, we have our always fun a this day in history. And before we get into our this day in history segment, I wanted to talk to you guys a bit about. Um, a uh, recent blog that i came across talking about you know diabetes and what we can all do and how we can prevent it it says diabetes is a leading cause of blindness kidney failure amputations heart failure living with diabetes places an enormous emotional physical and financial burden on the entire uh, family so if you guys want to know more about ways that we can reduce diabetes and ways we can help make sure to check out Bigpumpkin.dot.diabetes.diabetesfra.fra.dot.hop.dot.clickbank.dot.net for more information on diabetes and how we can help to keep the, the illness low and because diabetes is a real problem in this country, right?
1: And you know, I would actually consider myself somewhat of an expert on that. My wife has been a type one diabetic for twenty one years. She so. she was born with it.
0: So you you kind of have firsthand, you know, you you're with somebody who's gone through and still going mm-hmm. through diabetes.
1: Yeah, every every day it's something different.
0: So yeah, so it's hard, guys. So make sure if you guys want to make sure to check out the site and also take care of everyone who's with diabetes out there. It's it's a hard it's a struggle, but we're here for y'all. So let's move on to our this day in history segment. Jake, what's on the ta- what's on the docket today?
1: So the first thing, kind of ironic that this is the first thing on the list, given that we're not seeing a lot of free throws right now. The refs are kind of letting the game happen. Anthony Davis set the record for most free throws in a quarter with 18 in 2019 on this day. And then a year before that, Clay Thompson scored 52
0: points. I thought of 52 in three quarters.
1: And he set the record for most threes in a game most threes and a half, and most three-point field goal attempts in a game. So this man put up 52 points and was 14 of 24 from the three-point line. How was he not in the top 75?
0: How is he not did you see 75? what they did
1: to him? I saw they, – They gave him a number 77 jersey. I was laughing so
0: hard. <laughs> I, I mean, 76 probably. Who would have been 76?
1: Yeah, he deserved to be in it. But that's sad. I'm it. not going to. It's Friday. I'm not going to get mad today.
0: Um, <laughs> we don't need a grind my gear. Not today. Rajon
1: Rondo in 2010 put up 24 assists in a four point victory over the Knicks. Some debuts. We had Goran Dragic, Mark Gasol, Roy Hibbert, Brooke Lopez, Kevin Love, Russell Westbrook. We had. Um, Carlos Boozer, Mona Ginobili, Ralph Sampson, Dominique Gosh. Wilkins, James Worthy. Um, we had David West, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh. We had Robert Parrish blocked 11 shots in a game. Gosh. Rick Barry put up a 50 bomb over the 76ers. Oscar Robertson put out 22 assists. But probably the most important thing that happened on this day in history Happened on October 29,
0: 2003, in a 106-92 to oh.
1: 92 loss to the Sacramento Kings, 17-time All-Star. The GOAT himself, LeBron James, made his NBA debut. Yeah. And here we are, 17 years later, and he is still one of the top three players in the league. Y'all need to calm down.
0: Isn't he in, he's in year
1: 19? Oh, 17-time All-Star, sorry. Rather, yeah, I, thought he, I year, thought he was year 19, 19. Yeah. He has been a top three to five player in the league almost as long as it takes someone to vote. Think about it.
0: I know, that's crazy.
1: Half of this man's life, he has been the best at what he does.
0: I mean, you could say the same thing with what Kobe did. Kobe spent 20 years in, with the same organization. He spent his... Half like more than half his life with the team. This is crazy. Yeah,
1: but we we saw we saw the decline in Kobe.
0: But you LeBron's knew, but still going strong. LeBron's still going strong, but I think you look at times, you know, Kobe tore his Achilles. He, yeah. LeBron. Yeah, that
1: yeah, that probably did it.
0: And then now, did you LeBron, see
1: what? um I think it was Shaq said it the other day. If he passes. Kareem for the all-time scoring leader. There is no longer a debate.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, because I yeah, I, I I would agree with that a hundred percent because LeBron is on track to do that.
1: I think he he only has to average like nineteen points a game and play for like two more years and he's gone.
0: Yeah, so it's not even close. Well, that's a lot for this day. And the names that you rattled off, man, that's just I'm hearing Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. James All-Star. Worthy, Dominic, Rick
1: All-Star. Barry, Robert yes. Parrish, oh, Sam Jones.
0: All-star. Hall of Famer.
1: I could be wrong on this. If it's the guy I'm thinking of, let me see who he played for. Boston. Yeah. So Sam Jones, by definition of most Michael Jordan fans, is the greatest player of all time because he has More championships with zero losses. How about that?
0: It's crazy. I
1: think he's eight for eight in championships.
0: That's interesting, Ah. just the aspect of that. Eight and eight. So that's been our little This Day in History segment, guys. And we have a lot to go over as far as games through the week. You know, there were some big games. What was one of the games that caught your eye? and that you were impressed with
1: that game the bulls against the knicks
0: that was a unbelievable great game one point 104 103 knicks that's a a great game so what caught my eye and it, it it breaks my heart oh it breaks my heart Oh, the Lakers Thunder game. Lakers were up thirty four points.
1: You know, it. I oh, thought when I when I was listening to the recap of that game, at first I thought you know Anthony Davis probably wasn't playing, LeBron wasn't playing because he's hurt, Russell Westbrook probably wasn't playing.
0: No, Lakers you were wrong. Who
1: was playing? And I was like, how did they let that happen?
0: Well, they tell tell you the truth. Westbrook had a quadruple double.
1: Yeah, except he did. that
0: four Except that fourth double was turnovers.
1: That counts. That is in the stat sheet as a quadruple double.
0: That's that's a quadruple double. It's not like a favorable quadruple double. You don't want to have you know, ten ter- turnovers in your quadruple do- double.
1: When I was, when I had just or was almost about to graduate college, I was an assistant coach at my high school for basketball. Yeah, and. The first year that I did it with well, the thing that I did was I took care of the stats. And we had a guy on our team put up a triple double because he had 10 turnovers.
0: I mean, that's in the stat book. That's a yeah, triple double. He, like,
1: he had like 20 points over 10 rebounds and he had 10 turnovers.
0: This is not one that you would want to have. And it's like nope. So current standings right now in the entirely Utah's number one. We'll go. We'll do top. We'll do top ten. So we'll start at number ten, which would be Memphis with a three and two record. Six hundred. Uh, they're one and a half games back. They're one hundred fourteen points per game, but they're giving one hundred fourteen point six to their opponents.
1: Wait, run that by me again. So. They're scoring 114. They're scoring
0: 114 a game, but their opponent's points per game is 114.6.
1: And they have a winning record, but they're getting outscored on the season. That's interesting.
0: It's not great. Uh, number nine is – wait, yeah. Yeah, number nine is Miami. The Heat, 3-1. and one. They're 110 points per game, 110.3. And their opponent's points per game is ninety five, and the difference is plus fifteen point
1: three. I'm telling you, Miami is a problem. Miami is a problem.
0: Yeah, I think they just need time to get going because they. When I look at them, they're strong, but the the one loss that they had, I mean, I don't, I don't take it to heart because. They played. Who did they lose? Oh, they have. I didn't see it. Who was their? Who was their first loss to? Um, if you can recall.
1: I don't remember Miami ever losing a game in the history of their franchise. So let me.
0: Yeah, of course not.
1: Let me check their schedule this year and see who beat.
0: Them. Was it Toronto? They, to try. they
1: lost to the Pacers in overtime.
0: Oh, but that was a close. I don't really count they that because it's just that was overtime.
1: Wait, yeah. So they they um, blew the Bucks out, lost to the Pacers in overtime, destroyed the Magic, destroyed the Nets, and now they've got the Hornets tonight mm-hmm. in about an
0: hour. That's going to be a really good game. I'm not. Even, that's going to be the game of the night tonight, guys. Hornets Yeah. Meet.
1: That's going to be a really nice game.
0: And we'll we'll go over the the numbers here a second. So moving along, we have number eight, the Timberwolves, which caught my Come eye. Come again? I know. Minnesota, number eight, three and one. Points per game, 107.8. Opponents' points per game, 102.5.
1: Listen, y'all, we've got to stop considering only your record. If you're telling me Minnesota's a top 10 team, I'm telling you, in the words of Stephen A. St- Stephen a. Smith, is stay off the weed.
0: <laughs> saying, I would say that's blasphemy. But, I mean, you look at it right now, Anthony Edwards is on fire. Anthony Edwards is playing hot right out the gate.
1: Yeah, he's, he's turned out to be a lot better than what people thought. And I've got his rookie card.
0: And you got his rookie card?
1: I got the rookie card.
0: Oh, even better. So, and then number seven, we have – oh, wait, yeah. Seven, we have Dallas the Mavericks, uh, 3-1, and 102.5 points per game. But listen to this. Opponents' points per game, 103.3.
1: Sorry, you you cut out on me. What was that now?
0: So their points per game was 102.5. Their opponents' points per game was 103.3.
1: How are you putting them in the top 10? I don't know. They're getting outscored. You know what? It's
0: Friday. It's I'm Friday. Not we can't, we can't argue gears. because even, even I'm questioning this one. I don't know how they're higher than Minnesota or Miami. But I'm
1: not going to get my gears grounded today.
0: Because I know the fact that Miami is lower than both Minnesota and Dallas.
1: And Miami has wins over the two teams who were projected to go to the conference finals. In their conference, and they beat the brakes off them both. But let's not consider that.
0: Number six, we have the the Wizards, four and one.
1: No, okay.
0: Four and one. They have one hundred twelve point two points per game, one hundred seven point eight points against.
1: I don't get that one at all.
0: I mean, they're four and one. It's just – there's just one more game that Miami hasn't played.
1: That's what I'm saying. We've got to stop considering only your record.
0: I know. Chicago, uh, they're fifth, 4-1. One, 106.6 points per game, 98.8 points against. Averaged. They should be higher. It's just record – and this is ESPN, so don't take any stock in it because it's just ESPN. Yeah, but what if, do they know? <laughs> we a we talk
1: we, we we
0: say it every week, man. We say it every, every week. week.
1: They say something that I can't possibly imagine that they actually believe to be true. So I, I think that I've made peace with the fact that I just know more than them.
0: I think we both know more than them. Number four, we have the Hornets.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: 121. So get this. They're leading the league in points per game as a team with 121.2. I'm
1: good with the Hornets being number four.
0: But they're not the league leaders in opponents points per game. Take a guess as to who is the leader in opponents points per game.
1: So we're talking who is leading in right defense, now
0: right? right now who's leading in defense.
1: I'm going to call Miami. No, I'm going I'm going Chicago. No, 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 no. <laughs> I lied to you. I lied directly through this microphone. I would bet money that it's the New York Knicks.
0: Okay. So you so let's go. You said the New York Knicks.
1: I named half the NBA, but I'm, <laughs> my final answer is the Knicks.
0: So your final answer is the Knicks. Yep. Okay. So real quick New York they're number 2 which you know they're number 2 in the NBA 115.8 points per game 108.4 opponent points per game okay Chicago we went over 6.6 Chicago opponents points per game 98.8 oh my god Nine, Miami Heat 110.3 points per game 95
1: it was my boys? It was
0: it was your boys.
1: Yo, there are a bunch of dogs down there.
0: <laughs> In t- Dade County is mad at you right now.
1: Wade County.
0: Uh, Wade, Wade County is mad at you.
1: I'm telling you, Miami is a problem this year. They very well could go to the NBA Finals, and it would not surprise me.
0: Number one right now is Utah. They're the only undefeated team left. 115.3 points per game ninety seven opponents points per game
1: we like I said we've got to stop considering just the record
0: we do I mean Utah's still pretty strong right now, all things considered, I just don't from
1: like Utah still I mean,
0: they played a very unimpressive Rockets team the other night, they won by double digits against the nuggets It's just hard to tell. What's going to happen with that team? Like they're a good, I think we I compare them like a, Lob City team. They look good in the season. Once it come playoff time, once it's the playoff time, they don't show up.
1: Yeah, you know, Miami has really good playoff experience. Pat Riley is their GM. Mm-hmm. He's he's been there. He's done everything that you can do. Spo has been to. Four NBA final, five NBA Finals. We'll, we'll count the bubble.
0: We'll count he's, the bubble. He's
1: won two of them. Almost everybody on that team has went to the finals. Like they, they what have. Year, not
0: the what year was Foster the head coach?
1: Um, he was. He predated the Big Three. Let's see.
0: Was he there for that 06, 07 title?
1: I don't think he was. Let me check. Well,
0: he was, was on. Technically, he was on. He took the, over since he was an
1: assistant coach. He yeah. took over in 2008.
0: So he was an assistant for that Miami title with Wade and Shaq.
1: It was so, Pat Riley. That was 06. That was the end of the Pat Riley era.
0: Yeah. The Spolster era was still pretty good, though. Yeah. It's still been great. Era was
1: really good. You can't really ask for much more than five trips to the finals and a coach's tenure.
0: And four finals appearances in a row.
1: Yeah. I mean, mo- most coaches don't even make a final, let alone five.
0: Yeah. So, interesting games tonight and this weekend. We'll start with tonight. I'll start with the early games and then go to the later ones. Um, we talked about the game of the night, 7.30 p.m. on ESPN, no, no doubt. Uh, Hornets heading to Miami. Play the Heat, good Eastern Conference matchup. Miami a five-point favorite.
1: I think Miami's going to pull through. And look, I would say look for this to be a really, really low-scoring game. Oh, it's it, would, be defense. it wouldn't surprise me if if no one broke 100 in this game.
0: Yeah, defense is going to be the height of this game right here. Um, some other games we have tonight. We have Dallas heading to Den- Mile High City to play the Nuggets. On, at 10 o'clock on ESPN as well. Denver a two-point favorite. But I think that's it should be more than that.
1: I'm sorry, who are they playing? My Denver. Be
0: Denver, Denver. Denver's playing uh, Dallas.
1: Yeah, Denver should be more than a two-point favorite. Dallas is not Dallas. playing their best basketball right now.
0: No. Uh, Clippers going to Portland to play the Blazers. Portland a three-point favorite.
1: I just want to point out, you can get a ticket. For this game for as low as nine dollars.
0: Which nobody one? want
1: this Portland and Clippers game. Nobody <sighs> wants to go to this game, but there is a game tonight that has tickets for two dollars.:
0: Nine dollars or two dollars.:
1: The Portland and Clippers game, you can get tickets for nine bucks. but the Sacramento New Orleans game, two dollars. No way. Two bucks. Why? Who's, who's, who's playing in this game?
0: Sacramento and New Orleans.
1: I'll wait. Name, name five players in this game.
0: Yeah. Uh, wait. No. Yeah. I take that back. No, that's yeah. Yeah, I can see why. There's just no nobody.
1: I could name three people from this game, and that's I it. I,
0: can, I think I can name one:
1: De'Aaron Fox, Brandon Ingram, and Buddy Hield. And after that, I couldn't name anybody. I had. It. Let's see.
0: Wait is is Harrison Barnes on Sacramento too? He
1: was. I don't know if he still is. Let's check and see. If I have to pull up the roster to know who's that's, on, the that's team, that's 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 a problem. Yeah, that's a priority,
0: league, yeah. Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Barnes, he hit the game winner last did, night. That yeah. messed up my parlay. So he messed up my parlay. I hit, I hit. So I'm not gonna lie. I hit the I had the parlay last night. I picked Philly to beat the Pistons, the Wizards to beat the Hawks, the Knicks to beat the Bulls, the Jazz to beat the Rockets, the Mavericks to beat the Spurs, and I had the Warriors beating the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies oh. beat the Warriors,
1: right? And the Grizzlies
0: won in overtime. Yeah. I was so mad. That would have paid out well. Yeah. So other games, uh, other games tonight. We have Cleveland, and I know Alec would be mad if I disparaged his beloved Cavaliers. Cleveland's playing the Lakers. Lakers are a seven and a half point favorite, and I don't even think they'll cover that.
1: I don't think LeBron is playing.
0: Uh, he's not. He's not and, playing. Anthony well, Davis is hurt. Like he Anthony, got hurt the
1: other night. I feel like Anthony Davis will play. I don't think Russell Westbrook will play. Like,
0: this is embarrassing.
1: And Cleveland's actually pretty good this year.
0: Colin Sexton's doing well.
1: Yeah. They're 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 big where they need to be big, Ugh. and they're small and athletic where they need to be small and athletic. Like they're they're balanced. They've got height, they've got strength, they've got size, athleticism, they can stroke. Cleveland's a
0: pretty decent team this year. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight for those games. Other big games this weekend. um, We have Saturday, uh, 8 p.m., Miami going to Memphis to play the Grizzlies. That's going to be a good one. No no point spread, but I'm going to take Miami in that one. They'll get the away victory in a tough Memphis matchup.
1: You can get a ticket to that game for five bucks. Really? Yeah.
0: That's sad.
1: I tell you, Charlotte is gonna Charlotte's f around, the- and I'm not gonna be able to afford season tickets next year.
0: Um oh, sure they're gonna get
1: they're gonna be too good, and tickets are gonna be too expensive, and I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm getting a little angry at Charlotte.
0: <laughs> so another big game tomorrow night. The Jazz are playing in Chicago, eight p.m. Four and OGS versus the four and one Bulls. Utah is a four point favorite, but I'm also going to take Chicago.
1: Yeah. I don't. Utah are, they're still pretenders. They're not going to get it done. And I will most likely always pick against Utah.
0: Sunday, not really a whole. The only, I only see one, well, two Ooh. maybe. Sunday, I see Trailblazers playing at Sharp Hornets. And then. Jazz heading to Milwaukee to play the Bucks.
1: Yeah, that'll be a good one.
0: Not really other games like that look good.
1: Yeah, Sunday's these... going to be a slow day.
0: Docket. Even Saturday looks slow. You have the Knicks, Pelicans. Like, what's that? You have the Sun – well, the Warriors against the Thunder. You have the Bucks against the Spurs. It just looks – and then the Nets against the Pistons on Sunday. There's just some games you're looking at and like, man, that looks rough.
1: I mean, it, it's kind of we're in that weird spot where the the it's high of early. the season starting has is starting to wear off, and it's just kind of we're we're
0: we're, we're leveling ready. it out, is but it, we're yeah. also we're also looking at where we see what the big games will be this week and this weekend. So we know we know what we're talking about. We always say that we're better than ESPN. I think that's an underlying truth in there. But we'll be we, we'll be right back, guys. We have our special one-on-one interview with Izzy Ohm here in a bit. So stay tuned for that. Hello, basketball fans, and welcome back to the Hoopjack Podcast series. Today for our one-on-one hooper profile is Former member of the Albany Great Danes, Izzy Ohm. Izzy, it's good to have you on the show.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: So growing up in Norwalk, California, correct? Yes. So what was basketball culture like around that area of California?
2: Um, so Southern California, super big, um, with basketball. I mean, there's there's a ton of teams. So I mean, I was playing in AU tournaments every weekend, playing sometimes four to, like, six games. Um, and the competition down there is just really great. You have really talented players down there. And um, I got to play um, on an EYBL team my sophomore junior year of high school. So that was, really, that was really fun and a great opportunity as well.
0: So before we talked about your uh, time at, uh, in high school, talk to us about Cal Swish. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, so I got to play for um, Coach Russ Davis. He's actually Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Um, and that was that was an amazing experience. I mean, I I got to go to the East Coast, play play in Virginia, Chicago, Indiana, Kentucky um, against some of the best players in the country, um, and actually. Um, Coach Russ um, was able to get Kobe Bryant to come to one of our practices. We got to meet him. So that was really, really awesome.
0: I'm jealous right now. It's, <laughs> that's just... So how close are y'all still now that you've been out of Cal Swish EYBL for some time? Are y'all still really close?
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we all still kind of reach out to each other. We keep in touch. Um, I have a few teammates who are playing D1 still. So it's really awesome getting able to, being able to you know keep up with their college careers so
0: That's yeah. good to hear that y'all are close and that you know you guys got the opportunity to go to places that most people would dream about and hear from people especially Kobe Bryant I hear people that anybody would dream of being able to hear from Yeah So really awesome So you played Your high school basketball at Fairmont Prep Academy, correct? Mm
2: -hmm. Yes, correct.
0: How was how was it playing with that team throughout high school?
2: Yes, so um, my freshman class, um, I there are girls who I got to play with in middle school, actually. So, um, it was really fun. Um, I think pretty much all four years of of high school, we won our league championship. Um. My junior year, I won, or I was selected for conference player of the year. Um, we made it to the state playoffs um, a few times as well. But yeah, it was really great. I mean, at some point my sophomore year, I believe, we, we ended up being the ninth team in California. And so that year we got to play against a lot of really, really good teams.
0: So that's good to hear that that kind of competition and, you know, through your time in high school, the competitions there, plus, you know, working hard to get those offers. Um, What was the decision to commit to Albany, considering Mm -hmm. that you're going from very far in the West Coast to very far on the East Coast?
2: Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) a lot of people ask me that, um, but it was a tough decision. So my top two um, schools at that time was UAlbany and Cal State Northridge, and both I on my visit I loved I loved both, but um I think the biggest thing was just experiencing something new. Um, I had never been in New York, and when I went on my visit, I don't know it just it just felt like home. Um, especially with the teammates who were already on the team when I was visiting, um, it just, almost like normal and comfortable. So. Yeah, that was that was a huge thing and I knew that going to UAlbany I would be taken care of by the coaches and my teammates.
0: So it's good to hear that kind of UAlbany was the fit that you wanted to have for that time, mm-hmm. correct?
2: Yes, yes.
0: And during and during your time at UAlbany, you played under head coach Colleen Mullen, correct?
2: Yes, correct.
0: So, how did her style help propel your game to a higher level and mm-hmm. how did she help you handle everything both on and off the court?
2: Yeah. So, um, I mean, playing in college is just a whole different ball game compared to high school. It, it's so much more than, you know, skill and talent It's really great IQ and just, and just like endless effort on the court. Um, and I won't lie. I struggled at times. Um, it was tough being able to, adjust to the college atmosphere um but she really did push me to challenge myself to be better every day so
0: and that's good to hear that she helped mold your game and be able able to look out for you no matter what Mm -hmm. and during your college time you've been you and just like every other hooper in the country has been trying to handle the pandemic and COVID and the season, you know, coming to an abrupt halt a couple of years ago. How have you been able to handle all of it mentally and with the team aspect, being able to make sure the chemistry is still intact?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when I was on the team, we were all sent home around March um, when the fir- when the pandemic first you know started, and so we had Zoom calls and Facetimes almost every single day where we would just, you know, talk, watch film, um, or just have, you know, do team activities to kind of just keep us in touch. Um, and, yeah, I mean, as for myself, getting through it mentally, it was hard being away from, you know, everyone that I had spent every, almost every second of the day with. Um, but, but just keeping myself busy with workouts and being with my family really, really helped.
0: And that's good to hear. How were you able to kind of, I'm guessing you went back home during your time whenever the pandemic was happening. How close is kind of the family bonding and family mentality to you?
2: Um, It's r- really important. Um, do you mean like my my like actual family or like the team?
0: Well, like your actual, because I know, you know, as far as when we talk, when I usually ask this question a lot of times – they they want to be at home just Mm -hmm. to make sure that family is the most important thing. Yeah. And I know with you, it sounds like not only your basketball family is important, but your actual family family is important. Were you able to be able to be at home and make sure y'all were together, you know, through the times that you had?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually really happy because, um, I don't get to go home as much for the holidays. Like last year I didn't get to go home for Christmas. Um, so when I do go home, we make sure we spend a lot of time together. Um, and, yeah, the pandemic did suck because we we had to, you know, miss out on a lot of things. But it did give us a lot more time with our families. So,
0: yeah. And that's good to hear. And you were talking about, when I had asked earlier, your decision to transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a personal decision to kind of make or was it you know a collective you know agreement uh, like family you know you want to make a decision with whatever the family's doing
2: yeah um it was more personal I would say um kind of as the as the season went by this past year um it just wasn't really the best fit for me um coaching staff wise it was just a little it, it was tough I mean sometimes players and coaches just don't have the greatest chemistry and that's kind of what happened here.
0: So. Mm-hmm. And any plans for the decision on transfer? Or are you going to mm-hmm. take your time with it?
2: Um, I do plan on transferring back to California to play um, after this school year. So I'm still talking to coaches about the plan, but I'm not 100% sure where I'm going to end up yet.
0: All right. Well, looking forward to hear what that decision is in the future. Um, so recently, um, in the NCAA players and athletes have been college athletes have been able to use the NIL to brand themselves using their name, their Mm -hmm. likeness and everything like that. I've noticed that you have taken it, uh, taken up with a brand called Clutch Lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You want to talk to us about that opportunity you have with them?
2: Yeah. So, um, I'm also very new to the whole. NIL thing. So I was a little skeptical, didn't really know what the rules were. But um, after I kind of read into it more, I was like, okay, this is a really great opportunity. And um, recently Clutch Lifestyle, they reached out to me, um, kind of told me about, you know, what their mission was. And that's what really grabbed my attention. So their big thing is, you know, yes, it's a clothing brand, but the proceeds go to travel expenses for youth athletes who can't really afford to, you know, go out to big tournaments to get recruited. So there's a lot of talent out there. um, But a lot of the times they don't have the means necessary to get to the highest level. So I was like, this is really awesome. And I want to, you know, really help young athletes reach their goals.
0: That's good to hear that you want to look out for the next generation of hoopers and be a part of that kind of brand that does that for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my last question to you is what advice would you give to a high school hooper wanting to play at the college level? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I think the biggest thing is to know that there is no one perfect path to success. Um, Everyone is different, and so everyone's going to have different obstacles and different challenges. And just because somebody else, you know, reaches their goal before you doesn't mean that you're any less successful. So don't be discouraged when, you know, setbacks come into play. You know, keep pushing forward.
0: I think that's great advice for any- anyone listening out there. And I want to thank Izzy. Thank you for taking the time to come on the show. I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, – what your plans are for the future where you plan to go and everything like that. And I want to just thank you again for their time.
2: All right. Thank you so much.
0: No problem. And guys, make sure to check her out for her brand, for her uh, clutch lifestyle using your, co- what's the code by the way. It's
2: IzzyOm um, 20.
0: Make sure to check that out and use her code for clutch lifestyle guys. Uh, th- th- we'll be right back with more Hoopjacks, So stay tuned. And we're back, guys, so I want to take the time to thank Izzy for coming on to the show. And also, guys, make sure to check her out for what her plans are for the upcoming year, as well as checking out Clutch Lifestyle and their brand and their clothing line. They do really good things to help people to help kids reach their basketball dreams. So next up, we have our little Dano segment, and I thought we decided to change it up. But before I dis- tell you all what we decided to do, uh, Jake, what about Dano's?
1: So if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Dano's seasoning is the ultimate utility seasoning. It goes great on everything. Like I said, I'll put it on everything from a pork shoulder all the way to ramen noodles. It just, it, it just brings so much flavor. It's unbelievable. And it's all natural ingredients, low sodium, low sugar. You really just can't do any better
0: you can't do anything better than that. And our new segment this week is called lost and found our Dano's lost and found segment. And people are thinking, why would you call it that? Well, being a teacher, I see a lot of items like water bottles and sweatshirts and jackets all unclaimed and they end up going to the lost and found. And a lot of times they're never found. these kids just don't find it. So one of the first things that we like to do is find out what was lost, what is still lost this season. And in my opinion, the first thing that's lost is James Harden. He's lost.
1: The only thing that James Harden has not lost is weight. That man is plump. But, yeah, he looks about as lost as it gets on the court.
0: He's has only 15 free throws this season, where by now he probably would have averaged 50.
1: Yeah, the the refs are letting the game play. They're not letting offensive players abuse the rules. They're letting the game get more physical, let players play defense, and stopping all those little ticky-tacky fouls. And James Harden is proving that anyone who said he's the greatest scorer of all time was insane.
0: Yeah, so it's amazing to see just how the game – it's like when we said, you know, Patrick Mahomes, they defenses have figured out a way to stop him. Well, everyone else has figured out a way to stop him, too. And it's, and
1: it didn't take anything except the refs letting them play defense. If you yeah. don't let people play defense, anybody can score. And now that they can play defense, James Harden is a shell of himself.
0: Right. And it's amazing to see like the change that has happened in the game and in his game, too. It's, gone down like he can't abuse the system anymore and then now searching through all of our lost sweatshirts and water bottles i found something or someone and his name is mr alex caruso the caruso himself
1: caruso is is playing like a dog
0: no he had his he had a great he had a out year, you know he's won he won the title with la he saw like the athleticism that he brings but i think chicago is really letting him have the reins sometimes they're giving him more time to play he's utilizing the fact that he has a great passer and scorer in lonzo and a facilitator in DeRozan. and the team right now is showing that if they can sustain this throughout the year they'll be a top Team in the East.
1: Yeah, he he's showing he's more than just like a sixth, seventh, eighth man. Like he can be like a consistent factor on a championship contending team. Yeah, he's he's more than just a breakaway highlight reel dunk. Like he 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 can actually ball, and he's showing that.
0: Right, and it's no surprise that you know it's he and we knew he could ball but i think now that he's given more he's getting more minutes he's getting better like better lanes to go through even like he's still putting on put back dunks he's still dunking but it's you can see how excited he is with this team
1: yeah he he's he's playing unbelievable i mean we we knew he was good but i didn't know that he was gonna be able to play as well as he is.
0: Yeah. And I think we gotta give him more credit than a lot of people do right now. And that's been our Dano's lost and found moments. We will see what else we could on see if this weekend, if there's gonna be anybody lost or anybody found, anybody also putting on Shaq to Fool. So speaking of Shaq a the Fool. Oh gosh. Bradley Beal...
1: What
0: he missed. miss? Was it three or four layups? Two. He Wide missed two. 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 In a row. Open lane. Nothing. Wide open. Wide open. I'm like, good gracious, man. How do you miss those? But I don't want to sidetrack into that. That's just there, you know, hopefully he doesn't get more lost than that. Wide open. And now we've reached the final part of our show where it's our little mindful moment. We like to reflect on things that have been going on in our lives. Jake, you got anything?
1: For me my my mindful moment is whatever you do in life like whatever whatever you find something that makes you happy, ride it out, stick with it, devote yourself to it, and give it your best shot, and your hard work will pay off
0: yeah I can agree with that and I think same lines in like you said put everything you have i when we when I started this, I did not expect it to get as far as we've gotten. You know, I thought after a month, we would burn out and think, this is stupid. You know, no one's going to listen. We're not going to get any traction, but <laughs> what is it, month seven? Yeah. Pretty much, and we have nearly 300 followers on Instagram. We have nearly a 1,000 plays throughout our channel and we're we're getting some traction it's slow but i mean when you when you when you have a budget like we do where it's zero you know you make do with what you got
1: mhm
0: and i think you know through trial and error we've done different segments we've had different topics we've brought people on who and i think also this platform that we do it gives the athlete that who doesn't have who isn't like a mikey williams who isn't even a Bronny james but they have talent and they have the drive and the heart of the game in them that no one else would give them the time to hear their story and i think the fact that we give that to them and it makes them feel like you know someone is listening out there someone is actually interested in our story and hearing who we are and what kind of player they are in person. They are.
1: I'm interested in anybody's background and how they got to where they are.
0: And we're not going to turn you away. No matter who you are. It's we don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. That's the whole, that's the two big no's on our show.
1: We just keep it hoops.
0: We just keep it a a buck. We keep it a hundred. So thank you guys for tuning in on our show. We have another episode coming out on Monday. Be sure to check in for that. Uh, Special surprise. I'll give you a hint or a little sneak peek. Our next Hooper is Pitt. He hasn't technically played college ball yet, but he's committed to a very prestigious school and one of the branches of government, one of the branches of our service, actually. Think you can take a hint as which branch?
1: I'm gonna say executive branch.
0: Executive branch. He's
1: playing for the president.
0: <laughs> he's playing he's playing for that man on the dollar bill. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so so be be sure to check in that out. Check it out, guys. We'll have a great episode on Monday. Make sure to check out our link tree, our Instagram page. And also check out Hoopjack, uh, the the Dano seasoning site. Use code Hoopjack for all your purchases. Also check out there will be a link for the Clutch Clutch Lifestyle Athletics for their brand and their you know outfits and attire as well as the diabetes website. If you guys want to go check it out, and we got we guys we want you to be safe out there. Have a great Halloween weekend. Make sure you don't overload on candy especially you kids out there, <laughs> always check your candy because if not, your parents your parents are going to take it.
1: Count your candy.
0: Count your candy because your parents might be taking some from, yep. you know, taking you out trick-or-treating.
1: If my little sisters dump their candy on the couch next to me, I A am handful. going to take it.
0: A and handful.
1: I, I will fight them. <laughs> you,
0: will try to take you will not say nope. sorry. You will not say sorry. But make sure to check us out on Monday, guys. New episode coming out soon. And remember, don't be a bystander. Be a hooper and keep balling. Peace.